Welcome everybody to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. You're home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. What's up, guy? Got a different What's angle up? Today. Okay, I get them looks. You feel me? You know, do, you know, uh, doing it uh, from uh, my laptop this time. I had to, uh, you know, lend a couple of computer parts okay. to my cousin. So, Man, the people uh, right there. You know, <laughs> so. Uh, it's the new, uh, it's a new thing, but you know, going with this mic instead of my other mic. No, not too shabby. I miss it. Right. You better be taking care of it. No, no sticky fingers, no nothing. Like, yo, we, you've been having some popcorn, some cheese, some some candy. Mm, right then, there's super kick if I see anything wrong. <laughs> so, right, it feels good to be back. I'm not gonna lie. Actually, it doesn't. It doesn't. I kind of wish I'm still back in Puerto Rico. Because I would, uh, <laughs> with with Miggy. You know, and couple and two of his cousins be out riding out. So it was nice to town of San Juan. But let me tell you something. Never fly JetBlue. <laughs> I've given up on JetBlue. Really? Uh, yeah. That's like my go-to airline, like, a- every year when I go to Puerto Rico. Yeah, no. They they try to even cancel my but, flight. Yeah, as the, nah, and you know what? I definitely, like, get what you're saying because, uh, you know, what was it? two three months ago when i went uh, to pr we we bought um row five a a b and c you know it was just myself and my parents right so when we go to the airport they're like nah like your seat is like 20 something i was like nah (laughs) and i was like i know you just didn't resell my my purchase ticket so it it was honestly the worst. I, I I don't understand why they canceled because we were on the we were on the plane. We had to lane once. That's cool. So we got on the plane, and then we get from going on the plane to being taxied. We're on the we're on the you know we're in we're in row we're on the line we're going to go at the fifth plane to go. Bang! There's John going back to the airport terminal. I'm like, the fuck is going on? The pause reader flight time. Da da da. Boom. We go back, they cancel the flight. So we had Miguel sitting in the judge after for three hours. I'm running around asking, yo, what's going on? This what's going on? Trying to get answers. Talking about, oh, it's the weather. The weather, the, the, the storm was in like Illinois. We're, we're going down the line, we're going down south and into the Caribbean. Like, what are you talking about? There's no, it's clear skies all weekend. So a whole bunch of back and forth. Instead of going to San Juan at 4:30, we got on the last flight. Which was the twelve thirty to Ponce. We get to Ponce, ended up being twelve thirty, became three o'clock. Flew out at three ten, got to Ponce at seven thirty. So we were walking around Ponce, Museo uh, de Pamba. We're in, in out there. We hitch a ride. We're going, <laughs> going from Ponce to to um Caguasancaye, going up the mountains, up the mountain, down the mountain, in San Juan. It was beautiful. So many, so many women, bro. <laughs> I was wilding out. <laughs> but then we had to oh, go in. We, we got scooters out. I got the app now. It's called Kick It. So it's like, yo, I'm just going to, every time I go to Taiwan, I just hop on the scooters and just, you know, where I want to go. Yeah. Oh, my God. So we were inside. We, we that's that's the, the good water, life. That's the good life. On the water and ended up like pretty much like just outside of Santruce. You're right there in the town square. We were just wilding out. And it was it was it was fun. Had a good old time. So I will say this before we so, get this started. Supermax is definitely the place to be. That place is better than Stop and Shop. That place is better than, than BJ's, Sam's Club, you name it. As, 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 as it was so it was it was so much better. And the food, they didn't they never had food on the island before. So when I saw them Subway got br- fresh breakfast, no, they don't. Bacon, egg, and cheese on Italian herbs and spices. <laughs> Delicious. Delicious. Oh. I got it. It was fun. I think I'm going out there in different over there. February. Yeah, it's a different vibe. It was, it was a good thing. It was hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What um I'm saying, numero uno uh beach house is where we were staying at. But I gotta say, shout out to them because that place was divine. Dope. Dope. 
Top tier, top tier. You know what was top tier? The forbidden door that we all thought would never be achieved in wrestling. And shout out to AEW for having a pay-per-view for it. Having New Japan come in and put on a great show. All, all uh, I saw over social media was history made, top tier this, top tier that, great matches. Yeah. I, you know, I, I'm not going to talk about expectations because this is like a major event where two major promotions, you know, they do the show. Um, you know, it's, it sucked. It sucks because, like, we couldn't see Omega, we couldn't see Danielson, we couldn't see Punk, um, you know, obviously due to injury. But, um, you know, nonetheless, it it was a great pay-per-view. It was a great event. I have absolutely no – I don't think there should be any criticism to the way, you know, um, it all – you know, played out. I I thought it was entertaining. The the all the matches, um, you know, definitely either met expectations or even surpassed it. So, um, yeah. No, I I have um no complaints. Um, before we break out the matches, um, you surprised that uh Cesaro made his appearance, aka now Claudio. Um. Uh, see, so I wasn't surprised because there was already like a lot of rumblings um, going on about, you know, him possibly, you know, being the, the mystery opponent. Um, what I am surprised is how he was built. Um, I thought, you know, whoever, whoever, you know, whoever they put on um, on Zack Sabre Jr., I thought, all right, it's going to lose, but it's going to look strong in the process. And, you know, he, it was, it was a true masterpiece. Well, I mean, we'll get into that in a few, but um, yeah, I love the way he was booked. Um, it it kind of seemed he, it kind of seems like he's going to be a major player for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, listen, and I could be wrong. The same thing I thought about, um, you know, Swerve Scott, the, you know, the same thing I thought about Keith Lee. I mean, they were good. They were good pickups, but it hasn't, um, you know, it hasn't met, you know, it hasn't, you know, I don't want to say met expectations, but um, it, it still hasn't played out yet. Maybe you know, give it some time, but uh, Claudio's uh, debut was was definitely one uh, to remember. Yeah, it's everything in between. Like, um, I mean, you you can go even with the, even with the buy-ins, like Swerve and Lee winning, Lance Archer making a um, a consistent stamp onto where he stands in the. Um, in the AEW community, in the locker room. So it's good to see. So let's get right into it. Um, I know you love getting the start, so go right ahead. You know, let's get right into Forbidden Door. Yeah, so first match of the night, uh, we have um, Lesex Gods, <laughs> if you want to call them, Sammy Guevara, Chris Jericho, uh, and Suzuki defeating Kingston, uh, Umino, and Wheeler Yuta, uh, in which, you know, that the crowd was 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 really hot you know throughout the night and um this match you know it from a from a indie perspective right you would love to see all these spots uh all these like like strikes you know mm. um definitely when when uh suzuki tagged in um to to you know to face uh kingston that was a big moment right there um and you know uh again wheeler yuda who's one who's super underrated um and definitely did his thing throughout the, the match um but at the end you know the jericho appreciation society um picks up the victory well 
scratch that. Let Sex Gods and Suzuki pick up the victory, giving the uh the Jericho Appreciation Society the advantage um going into blood and guts. Which I think gave a good outlook that even though Jericho is the is the face of what's going on, he's not the one to make the big impacts, in my opinion. Because the fact that if he was the guy and he oh, I'm, I'm the boss, I do I do that. He would have got he would have he would have got the pin. You know what I'm saying? You would you'd have majority of, of the work. You could saw as 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 time led on, it's it was every between Guevara and Suzuki, they were the one putting majority of the work in. You know, it wasn't it was, you know, back then, even early on, like early in AEW days, and I'm saying AEW is crazy the sound because it's done so much. Jericho is doing a majority of the work. Like you can see Jericho, but Jericho's taking such a step back now. And he's putting more people over, in my opinion, the way it's looking with Guevara. Even though I think Guevara, that, that whole situation previously in the last interview was cringy. But the fact that he's doing his thing now, whatever it is, and he's still getting the push from Jericho. And Suzuki ain't pushed as well. So it's a good look to see. You don't see and Jericho Suzuki, in the main picture. Suzuki, you know what's crazy? Suzuki's 54 years old. Does not and... look good. To be doing the things he can do at 54 years old, uh, it just shows, you know, again, how skillful he is um, and why he's one of the baddest wrestlers in the world today. Yeah, it's it's and it's a problem because you wouldn't you like personally, I wouldn't have really paid much attention to him if it wasn't for such a big spell as New Japan. You know what I mean? Like you, this is most of the ex WWE guy. Like the, most ex, most of the ex wrestlers in WWE really shined on this pay per view. We'll talk as we go as we go forward. Right. But this also puts such a big picture and a big spotlight on New Japan, which is probably yeah, I mean, the most important thing. I mean, of course, yeah, because you know you have to you have to give. Um, you have to try to make a balance, you know, in which, in which AEW looks good, but at the same time, your partner has to look good, which is right. New Japan. So, um, and that was one of the things, you know, bef- like when it was announced mm-hmm. that I thought, oh, this is, this is going to be one of those things where AEW is definitely going to uh, take advantage of the partnership and make themselves look good and you know and all that so i i i was worried but you know um yeah man like you, starting with this match you want a match that can set the tone for the rest of the night and it definitely um, was a great tone setter nonetheless it was, still, it was perfectly executed the way it panned out especially going forward now in favor as we as we move forward yeah um, then we have uh Rapongi Vice versus United Empire versus FTR, uh, both the Ring of Honor, uh, and um, the IWGP tag titles were on the line, and FTR takes all the gold. They, they you heard in the promo, they even said they're like, Yeah, we're the best tag team in the world. I was like, ah, Are you though? And now it's like, Well, are they or are they not? I mean, I, the the titles speak for itself. Uh, yeah. See, so I'm, I'm going back a couple of years ago, what, three years ago, when WWE released, F, uh, you know, FTR. I thought, damn, that's a huge mistake because um, that, that leaves a, a dent in, in the tag division. And if you really think about it, it has because WWE keeps building up the Usos and the New Day, and that's it. Maybe, maybe they'll, they'll, you know, you'll have the dirty dogs have their momentum short term or the Alpha Academy, but it's mostly just those two teams, the uh, the Usos and the New Day. So, um, you know, FTR, they, they better them themselves, um, you know, traveling to Mexico, they're AAA tag champs over there. Um, they're the ring of ring of honor and now um you know they're the iwgp so they're most likely heading 
to Japan as well. Um, yeah, they're they're definitely they're definitely in the conversation of top three in the world, and and yeah. that's high praise. And you know, a, a stat that I you know that I looked up or you know that I found along the way is that they've held um, you know the Raw Tag Team Champions, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, and all these other in just 10 years like that's a huge accomplishment that's you know four or five different promotions that you've gone and you've won the tag titles right so um, the biggest moment of that match was uh you know uh at one point, Docs Harwood, he got hurt. It was his shoulder. And then, you know, a few minutes into the match, he comes back and the crowd just starts going crazy. It was a crazy pop. Um, Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I thought FTR was a better heel tag team, but they're just killing it as a face. So that's, that's, that's credit to them, too, that, you know, whether you want them as heels or you want them as face, it will work. Um. So that leaves my question is that, you know, they, they have all these three titles. Could the Young Bucks be next? Could we see an FTR versus the Young Bucks three? And the reason I say that is because the Young Bucks are currently the AEW Tag Team yes, Champions. You, you're going to want a clean sweep. You're going to want to get all four belts. <laughs> the, but the best thing about this is now you can now with this about to happen, Whatever happens this point forward, you didn't see less of the tag championship being involved in AEW and more so of other belts being used now. Because now it's like, oh, you're not going to fight us for our AEW championship. You're going to fight us for a AAA. You're going to fight us for a Ring of Honor. So you're going to see FTR or if it's Young Buck, whoever has all four or, you know, has one or all four, one or the other. You won't see FTR on AEW for a while. You'll see him on Ring of Honor. You won't see him on team on New Japan on Friday nights on Axis. I think it's on Axis. You know, yeah. you you guys see him on AAA. So you won't see a lot of certain tag teams because they'll be out venturing doing different promotions. At the same time, now you're going to have different promotions coming in trying to go after the belt. Whoever may right. be, whether it's FTR having all four, all four promotional belts or if nope. Young Bucks get a belt back from them, whatever it is, those teams will be traveling a lot. You'll see a lot more tag team turmoil go on moving forward. Mm-hmm. So I'll be, I'll be the, that's the good thing about it. Doesn't matter. We get FTR Young Bucks three, you know, yeah. or four or five or how long goes because not not one match between them has been bad. Yeah, so you can just keep on going and going and going. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we move on to uh, crowning the new AEW All-Atlantic Champion, uh, Pac versus Miro versus Malachi Black versus Clark Connors. Love um, this match. Clark Connors was a late substitution because he, he was got supposed to ask be every step of the way. I think that's why he was placed in the match, but um, he, he replaced uh, Tomohiro... Um, Ishii uh, after Ishii suffered an injury so <laughs> Connor's uh, replaced and I'll be honest with you I haven't seen much I'm not familiar with Connor's um, best moment of the match for him was <laughs> definitely when he uh, speared Miro um, yeah. through the table um, but he, he his ass did take a beating um, but uh Pac, your new AEW All-Atlantic Championship, it kind of hurt my heart a little bit because, obviously, I was going for Malachi Black. I but... really didn't want Black to win. That, that like, right. That's but, what I know... won. It was a great match. I took the lump. Pac well-deserved. I think yeah. Black should have won it. No, yeah, you're, uh, and I agree because, obviously, Black was my choice, but I'm not mad at the Pac pick because no. Pac is an AEW original. He's been there since day one. So you got to kind of show him love. And this is his first title in about five years when he was cruiserweight champion in WWE. And then, you know, obviously people want to forget that he, yeah, he lost the title to, to Enzo Amore, but that's, that's, that's for another conversation, but um, he, he picks up uh, the victory in which um, it was, uh, I, I, this was 
Ooh, I can't say this is my favorite, but this was this was up there because of all the different um, wrestling styles that blended into this match. Um, and obviously, how can you hate on Pac uh, and, and that 450 splash? Um, Especially after Black had <laughs> Black had his his his, um, his finisher going. Here comes Miro now, still Clark Connors. Here comes Miro, still on Clark Connors. Here comes. Pac on Clark Connors and just like him out the way. The good thing about this is that Clark Connors will not be involved in the situation. You're gonna see probably Miro chasing Black for the whole, you know, the whole miss situation. But in the day, it's gonna be those two fighting each other to go yeah. after Pac down the line. So uh, that's yeah, I, that's the direction I, I feel, you need to go in this in, in, in this it, this feud. I, I feel like yeah. I feel like for the for that championship, I think we're gonna see Malachi Black and Pac. Miro is still gonna be beefing with God, mm-hmm. um, and and whatever God has in store for him. And then I feel like you know, I feel like Clark Connors was just put in there just to get his ass beat. You, you want to call and, him a jobber? And not uh, not really a jobber. Well, in, uh, he got treated like it. That's what I'm saying. He might have always been a jobber. And he took the pinfall, so it kind of seemed like because all right, the, obviously the original uh person who was going to be in that match was Ishi. And if you picture all four men, uh, Black, Pac, Miro, Ishi, it was going to be tough to the de- to determine or to predict who was going to take the pinfall. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, and, and it, it was it was. It's even hard to to predict the winner. I would have never predicted Pac. Um, to be honest, my prediction was either Black or Miro because obviously Miro came back. He looked strong as hell. Right. And I'm like, they're going to put the strap on it. Black, same thing. Um, you know, he had momentum. And then Pac, you know, uh, Pac has been there from day one. He's had his ups and downs, but he's always a, um, a, a wrestler you can uh, – I build around and also uh, build up. Do and you then, feel like they're gonna keep building uh, Malachi while Pac is champ, or is this a is this a table setter that Pac's champ? Now you guys have to now you guys have to try and try and catch keep up with him. I don't know. This is hard because I I don't know what direction they're going. I feel like see. And this is real quick, just so we can go forward. Um, I feel like Black should be the one to take the title off of Pac, but don't don't rush that feud right away. You know, right. um, have Pac, you know, defend uh, a couple be, of times, uh, have a exactly, nice, and nice then healthy, you, um, healthy run. Exactly uh, about a you know maybe till all out, you know, or mm. till Grand Slam. So yeah. Next match, we have the Bullet Club versus <laughs> Dudes with Attitudes, which consisted of Sting, um, Shingo Takaji, uh, Darby Allen, and uh, oh, I'm missing somebody. Young Sting Hasmo took on Sting, Sting, Darby Allen, and Shingo Takagi. Yeah, but I'm, I feel like I'm missing somebody. I mean, all right, we'll we'll get back to that. But uh, anyway, um, you, you, I'm not calling think... Hikuyo. You know, I don't want to like <laughs> use him as a evolve with the match. Um, definitely the what's it called? The oh no no, actually no 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 no. Uh, uh, correction. So it was going to be a four on four. Um, that was what it was promoted, and then it turned it, it turned out to be a six man tag match. Mm-hmm. There you go, which ended up being the the Young Bucks uh, and El Fantasma versus Sting, Darby Allen, and Shingo Ta- uh, Takaji. Um, and uh, for sixty three years old, one can say that Sting is <laughs> uh, AEW's best high flyer. Yes. The fact that he pops up and then show him in that was <laughs> up fire. top, Vince's WCW sting, so then everything goes out mid mid entrance. 
then he pops on top of the Titantron, on top of the the the, the um the tunnels, just to go home, <laughs> and just and just take off the way he did. It was, it was fun. It 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 was good. And the and the best part is, you know who Alan is, you know who Sting is. Everybody knows who those two are. The fact that Tagagi got the pin on Connors for the win was perfect. Yeah, because you shine late once again. The established stars that we all know are the American born with Sting and Darby Allen. So you have the fact that you have a new Japan guy come in and get the pinfall for the win puts more more limelight onto New Japan. And that's that's how I took it. Simple as that. Fun match. I think I think it could have been a little bit longer. Um, I got enough. I got what I want. I got enough of thing without feeling like, all right, this is too much. Like you're, you're, you're putting too much out. Allen with a couple of coffin drops were fun, but this is more of just getting New Japan over in a good way. Yeah, Something absolutely. Simple, even straight, just that's 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 what, I, that's what I took from the match. Um, then we have uh, for the AEW uh, Women's World Championship, Thunder Rosa defeating Tony Storm in which was an incredible match. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I even tweeted it uh, right after the match ended. I was like, these, you know, these women have great, you know, Rosa and Storm have great chemistry. And that's where AEW should continue building on that. Like, again, it it shouldn't always be Rosa, Britt Baker, and Jade. Let's get other women in that division, which you know, that has been struggling. You, you can um, rotate three wrestlers, three women at a time yeah, with those so, three. Yeah. So then, you know, that's the thing. Now enter Tony Storm into that, into that uh, equation. And, you know, again, one, you know, wonderful things happen in which was um, this match. Like, um, the, I think there was one move that, that I was like, oh, like, uh, it, it kind of seemed like uh, Tony Storm landed on her head, and it was when uh, Rosa hit her with the pile driver, and I was like, "Oof!" Um, but anyway, like you know, just the back and forth. Um, you know, again, both women, especially Tony Storm, has huge potential, and then obviously Thunder Rosa has that experience factor. So um, I would love to see another match between these two. Obviously, you know, after the match, they shook hands. Um, but I, I loved every every minute of that match. You know, it was, wasn't it, it wasn't boring. There was um, no botches. It was no. strictly a a very impressive match. The best part about it is like you knew we all knew, or I don't know if we all speak for myself. I can't I can't speak for you, but. I assume that you knew as well that Tony Storm was not taking the belt off of Thunder Rosa. So you all you wanted, all you wanted to expect out of this match was a great, two great female wrestlers putting on a great show, which exactly is what happened. I don't think Thunder Rosa. I think if anybody's losing the belt anytime soon, it's either Britt or Jade. Um. I think Thunder Rosa is probably going to outlast between the three of them. She's going to outlast the other two because I think she's the most talented. I think the bigger draw right now is Britt and Jay is just, she's got the third, she's a, she's the third, third, um, I want to call it the third spoke on the wheel or whatever it is you want to call it. But you know, she's red hot. Her streak is whatever it is. And she just got the belt. Yeah. Jay. Uh, real quick, Jade obviously because of her physique and her appearance, um, you know it, it's incredible. The only thing with Jade is that in her matches, there's at least two or three botch spots. So you have to work on that. With and Brit, the draw. She's the one. Yeah. Again, she's the one's gonna have. And she's the better wrestler. Yeah, but the but the one who's gonna outlast them all, I think, is gonna be Thunder Rosa. When it comes to having the belts. Okay. Okay. Um, then we have in which surprisingly I thought was the best match of the night. It was Orange a fantastic Cass- match. Orange Cassidy versus Will Ospreay. And a lot of people have a huge affirmation on Will Ospreay. And the and the thing is about that as well was the fact that 
you had the announced team was Will Ospreay is such a so he's such an asshole. He said he was going to quit wrestling and he goes to the promotion. Wins this all of a sudden? Oh, he said, oh, I'm, he's I'm done wrestling. Da, 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 da. And then goes another promotion. Oh, this guy can't make up his mind. Is he retired? Is he not retired? Goes another promotion. Wins there. It's like oh, this guy's got to be relentless. Da, 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 da. So it's just you you create the announced team create a a great picture on what Will Ospreay, what kind of person he is. So the fact that he has everything going through and this, that, and third, it was just like, oh, man, like, <laughs> this guy is, he, he's a bona fide heel. And how how over is Orange Cassidy in the AEW? Yeah. Uh, see, here's the thing. Uh, Orange Cassidy, everybody sees that he's a comedy gimmick, you know? Yeah. Um, in reality, if you put on the, a serious match like the one that we saw, it could create wonders, which it absolutely did. When it comes to Will Ospreay, I think uh, it was Kenny Omega, which, you know, Kenny Omega said that New Japan Pro Wrestling was going to be in good hands with Will Ospreay and um, Jay White taking that lead. And obviously Omega says that because Will Ospreay is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. In the world, and and I'm not talking about, um, you know, on the mic or no best like wrestler exactly performers, um. So I and and it showed because you know with with all the the close pinfalls and and uh, Osprey's um facial expressions throughout the match that just made it so much better, um. And let me tell you, I fell in love with Will Osprey's finisher. Like that looks sick, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, see, th- these are moves that we're not accustomed to. Um, whether we're, I don't, I don't know how you want to put it. Whether it's, um, whether we see it well, our our views out WWEW. Whether we're handcuffed by seeing specific moves that are forbidden in WWE. Or just a new, you know, the new pace that's the AEW. It's a new feel that they have. So the fact that um, you have somebody from a different norm comes in and pulls this, this, and that. It's like, oh, where's what? The, what was that? What was that move? What was this move? And now you're seeing a whole bunch of different things, different perspective. It's like, oh, I, I can, I can get behind this, right, right. And um, what we saw after the match, which surprised um, many, was, um, you know, well, I mean, it wasn't a surprise when when uh, the, the beatdown on Orange Cassidy, but uh, surprise appearance by um, Shibata making the save for Orange Cassidy. Um, you I know, got the glasses. Uh, I get the rebound. Yeah. Yeah, um, and United Kingdom retreats, but um, you know, love the theme music, by the way. Yeah, this this is. I was like, oh, who is this guy? I was like, oh, let's go, Shimada. And then here's the thing, like. What's what's going to happen going forward? Like so, it kind of teases that Shibata is probably going to face Will Osprey, but at the same time, I think Will Osprey has a number one contendership uh, for Juice Robinson's uh, United States title. So it's mm-hmm. like, are we going to possibly see a triple threat match? It, that remains to be seen. Right. Uh, going uh, continuing, we have. I think the most anticipated uh, match on the card. Who's uh, going to replace Brian Danielson against Zack Sabre Jr.? Yep. Am I to ask? Not a fan of Zack Sabre. I mean, he's a great wrestler, but I was like, yo, his character, I'm like, eh, I can see why people don't like you. Like, <laughs> so the pop that, that was received when you got. Uh, I, like, I don't know. I want to keep calling Cesaro with the fact that he's got this, I don't, you want to call it an Italian name, Claudio Castagnoli? It is Claudio. Claudio Castagnoli is, is Cesaro's new name, and he has now arrived AEW and came with a big in a big way. And remember, with WWE, as Cesaro, he is pound for pound the strongest wrestler in the biz, you know, in the game, in the world. 
And then you made good points. Ashby has made good points. How how great he is from a technical perspective, but will but we won't see that until he leaves. Now we we're saying this four or five six years ago, and you know when he got a big push and doing this down the third. So now we see him years later, and now he's not with WWE. He's now in AEW with Claudio, and his technical ability was not only so welcoming, but so greatly appreciated by fans. So it was just like, wow, like, this is dope. Like, you get to see things that you're not really a whole, especially with a guy that big and that skilled in Claudio. So, so yeah, with that match, you know, obviously uh, uh, Claudio is the bigger man, the more powerhouse versus a, you know. Uh, and hold on, and my ass is. We got the spins. <laughs> nah, but honestly, as soon as the match started, it just like it was explosive. You know, you have uh, Claudio running doing a uh, running uppercut, and then quickly hits Saber uh, Saber Junior with a um, neutralizer, and then I, I, I for one thought um, that was it. But um, you know. Throughout the match, and I, obviously I keep up with Twitter, I hear people saying that, oh, Zach Sabre Jr.'s style is boring and whatnot. You got He's a technical wrestler. He is a submission specialist. If Everyone so, has if their own style. about that, then complain about Brock Lesnar, complain about Kurt Angle, complain about Brian, um, Brian Danielson. Those guys are technical wrestlers. Like, that's what they do. They have different outputs of the game, but that's what it is. It's ground and pound wrestling. So you have to respect all, all walks yeah. of life. He he just showed, like, so many different submission moves. Um, One where he had, like, uh, uh, he was on the outside kind of bending, um, you know, uh, Claudio's knee and then working on the arm. Like, he, like... He gave me like a man of a thousand. He gave me like that Chris Jericho man of a thousand moves list. He's okay. Well, let's go on this page five. And, page and then he page and then you put like you start to think like, yo, how does this man like do like do all these moves? You know, um, but it's part of his style. So you know, no criticism his way. I've seen him, um, in uh, wrestling person against uh Jonathan Gresham in one of the, um. I think it was in Ring of Honor. It was like final. I think it was final battle. I'm not too sure. It, it, it was a couple of years ago uh, at the Hammerstein Ballroom, and that's that's what you're gonna get. You're just gonna get a technical uh, 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 display, uh, um, you know, masterful display, you know, uh, of submission moves and and you know uh, somebody who can easily pick you apart. Yeah, it was great. It was a fun match, pound for pound. Um, then we have another match that definitely uh, anticipated because of the the talent that was in this match. Uh, a match that you know, a fantasy match that not many people thought it you know could happen. I, you, I, it's more than I, it's more than a fantasy match. I would call it a dream match. It's definitely yeah, absolutely. So Jay White defeats. Adam Cole, um, Okada, and Hangman Page to retain the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. My only complaint about this match was I feel like Okada should have won. Um, I wasn't mad at Jay White winning or Jay White retaining, but I would have loved to see Okada get this win. Well, here's the thing. Okada just lost the title. So I felt like, you know what? Jay White definitely needs to retain here mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, go on a lengthy run. What I what I do have a complaint on, and it's no fault to anyone, is just how the match ended. And I hope Adam Cole's okay, but I uh, like I read on Twitter that he possibly f- suffered a concussion. He also was working through a... Um, a, a labrum I- injury mm-hmm. so but just the fact that in those final minutes adam cole definitely looked out of it and if you can see you know if you rewatch the match um which you, uh, what you can if you, if you go on bleacher report you can you can, you can rewatch it yeah and and uh, i think uh what was it uh 
Jay White hits his finisher on, I think it was, I want to say Hangman or or Kata. Anyway, and then he goes to the pinfall on um, Adam Cole. And Adam Cole attempted to kick out on that second one, but you can see he really couldn't. And uh, after the match, trainers, um, you know, went to check him out. Uh, he was able to leave on his own, but you can definitely see that that it was out of it. And again, a lot of people started criticizing the end, but this match was simply amazing. You know, again, uh, similar to the All Atlantic uh, Championship, you saw a blend of four different styles. Um. Surprisingly, Okada getting you know the, the biggest uh, reaction and and pop of the night, but um, you know uh, I, I'm really hoping that Adam Cole's okay. Um, I feel like going forward, Adam Cole should be rested uh, for a while. To be honest with you, let hit, make um, but don't wrestle. Here's the thing: um, the only problem is that AEW is the injury bug is definitely. <laughs> Uh, getting to them right now because it's Adam Cole. Um, it's Kenny Omega has been on the shelf. Uh, uh, Bobby Fish. So I'm not, you know, give Adam Cole some time off. They have to a recover. Roster. They can make things worse. No, they exactly. They absolutely people. do. So, um, and then we go uh, to the main event. The main event, uh, in which I thought was the most predictable main event, I felt like John Moxley shouldn't have been in in this match. It should have been somebody else. Uh, give somebody the opportunity, but you know that's just me. Um, mm-hmm. but John Moxley defeats Tanahashi uh, to win the AEW World Title, so he's the interim uh, champion in uh which had some crazy spots like you know early in the match you had uh moxley are already bleeding uh i thought he was gonna uh bleed out at some point during the match um and you know it's 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 what's it called the reason why, uh, going back to why I said Moxley shouldn't have been in this match, I felt like it was a perfect opportunity to give somebody other. Uh, um, we, we've seen Moxley as champion and whatnot, and I don't. This Interim. most likely, yeah, Interim but champion. it's most it's most likely going to lead to Moxley versus Punk at some point. And Punk winning. Uh, Let's go. Who knows? Like, you know, Punk could show up at Grand Slam. Punk could show up at All Out. Like, I feel like there's going to be a title match in which, you know, Moxley is either going to lose or win. Like, honestly, in a perfect world, in a perfect world, Moxley, and this is just me, and this is just maybe they have them, uh, maybe they have this written up already. Moxley should lose the title to MJF. I like what you think. I, I, I like where you're going here. I feel like this whole thing with MJF is 100% of work. A lot of people say it, it isn't. I think it's it's a 50-50 split, but I feel like it's a work. I have MJF win, and when MJF wins, that's when you can have Punk come out like the way he did years ago to confront Cena. Right. After oh, you Zeno won. me? Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna have my match now. Let's go. Um. Oh, one thing that I love throughout the you know the whole night, you had the Japanese uh, announcer along with Justin Roberts. So you know, again, you you have to display both brands, both promotions. So that mm-hmm. was um a a, a good uh, a way of doing that. And by um, the way, might I yeah. ask? We talk about a lot of this and third about even like. People have come and gone, especially, you know, years ago it was only WWE, top company, the impact and everything else, you know, whatever it is you want to bring. Oh, sorry, TNA at the time. But can we give praise to how far Justin Roberts has come? Yeah. From being, yeah. I think, I think he was Velocity and then he became SmackDown for a while. And then he's eventually he different ways. Now he's he's the guy at um on AEW when it comes to announcing. Like it's just it's so I remember him like you know, young 
hair hair spiked, trying to get by behind Cole and Lillian and Joey Styles and everybody in in a in uh in WWE, and then he goes and does his own thing. I think got released a couple years ago, and he has found his own in AEW. I mean, I not 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 only um not only uh Justin Roberts, but a whole other people who just needed a new scenario, a new place to shine, and it, it's worked out for 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 a lot of them. For others, it's still processing. It's still in that you know in that fa- uh, phase but um go- going back to the match after the match uh we have the Jericho um appreciation society beat down Tanahashi and um Moxley and comes Santana Ortiz Wheeler Yuta only for S- Claudio I was going to say Cesaro again Claudio to clear house and that's where I go back to how he was booked. I was surprised he was booked like that. Um, and I feel like the, you know, the Blackpool Combat Club, I think that's going to be the top faction in AEW. It is, I think, more the most badass faction. Because um, now you had Claudio, and it's like, all right, you have yeah, Moxley. Three former, you have three former top WWE wrestlers now who need a new who needed a new a new path. Moxley's found Golden AEW. Brian, no, Daniel Bryan's now Brian Danielson has now had a great, I think it's been a great run so far. You know what I mean? And now you have Cla- yeah, Cesaro who is now Claudio, who is don't now forget about, put himself right for- in the mix with things. Don't forget about Wheeler Yuta who's again I think underappreciated and undervalued. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yes, he has the the pure uh, Ring of Honor championship, but I feel like he's going to be um big in AEW's long term plans. And then, of course, you can't forget about William Regal. Can't forget Regal. about Regal. I'm still so shocked that he got released. Like, to, like it was one of the worst. It was the worst. Uh, one of the worst re- uh, releases. Like, you know, uh, out of all their releases, he's definitely in that conversation for. W- one of the worst releases because not only was he a tremendous scout for WWE, he was somebody who a lot of people would go to for advice and whatnot. Right. And and when when he was backstage, it boosted morale. So it's like that that's on WWE. Uh, I mean, if WWE thought that you know that man was trash, AEW was like, well, let me pick up the golden treasure, and that's right. exactly what they did. Because in that, like the black and gold, like Triple H ran it. <laughs> the entire roster now for WWE, both Raw and SmackDown, is all William Regal's. Get this person. Get that person. Get this girl. Get that girl. Majority of that roster is William Regal's doing, and that's the craziest part. So you dump him saying, oh, he's nothing. Now, AEW, now he's nice. Like the way you put it, he's going to be the face. Not the face. But he's going to be the mastermind behind probably the biggest faction coming in. You know, <laughs> not not only the newest, probably going to be the biggest one. You know, I don't know if you complain about Bullet Club or Jericho Appreciation Society or um, Black House. You know, there's a lot to go and play, but it's looking now the top faction based upon talent. Is going to be, yeah, but it's gonna be bad. And, and, and to be honest with you, um, I feel like you know, the, the combat club, I feel like they're one member away. I feel like uh-huh. whether it's uh, whether it's a female or a or a tag ah, team, ready? or a tag ready? team, watch this tag team, Tommaso Champa for what. All elite. <laughs> Ready? Wait, 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 wait. No, hear me out here. Hear me out here. I know you're, you're feeling. Like, hmm, maybe. Page. Page, no. You don't think Page would, would come over? I mean, she kind of. Nah, no, 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 no. Uh. Damn, I, I'm trying to think which woman could probably fit that mold. Jamie Hader. In the conversation, you going Jamie Hader? 
I'm going with Jamie Hader. I absolutely. You. Jamie Hader would fit that perfectly. I feel like she needs page. to Paige because we don't know how Paige is ring wise. She's she. I mean, listen, we don't know if if, if she's been training. Uh, see, here's the thing. For for a top faction like that, you don't need another voice. That's that's all regal, and right. and to be honest with you, um, Moxley can hold his own. Danielson can hold his own. I'm not sure about Wheeler Yuta and uh, and Claudio to an extent, but we don't need another mouthpiece. We need like another person. And I feel like with Jamie Hader, I feel like it's the time to separate her from B- Britt Baker because I feel like I and I've said this in previous uh Jamie Hader is one of um the best women's talent that they have in AEW right. and she has a lot of potential because she's still relatively young i think she's like 24 25 right and i feel like that's how you can build stars have her separate her, herself from Britt Baker either turn on her or whatever the case may be and then boom then you have another uh, female wrestler that AEW can trust True, true. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. But all in all, this is a great pay-per-view. Tyler been great. This is this is something with more to come, as well as will be us for the next coming episodes of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. That'll do it for us. You can tune in on Facebook at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. You can check us out on Twitter. Athlete Wrestling. Instagram is currently under some reconstruction, so we'll get that back together soon. You can check us out on all our wrestling platforms, our wrestling viewing or listening platforms, as you say, on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can check us out on Breaker, Radio Public, anything you can listen to. We are on. We are good to go. So, till next time, Soto. Oh, which is relatively soon because uh, Saturday is Money in the Bank. That indeed. So until then, see you next time, folks.